Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's Sunday morning, October 22nd, Sunday, 425 a.m. here in Phoenix, Arizona. No person having received a majority of the votes. Oops, let's start this over by golly. No, no person having received a majority of the votes cast, a speaker has not been elected. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. No, no, I didn't win, honey. No, not this time either. No, it's okay. No, I'm feeling good. Okay, I'll see you at home, sweetie. Okay, bye-bye, (laughs) bye-bye. Mr. Jordan, do you need another phone? Yes, Kayla, please. Oh, how did I lose? This is chaos. Some of us are here to actually serve the American people. All I want to do is get Congress back to work so I can shut it down again. You'll get there, sir. In the meantime, there's someone here who wants to cheer you up. Hi, Jim. Santos? Why do you have a baby? No one seems to know. Hey, hon, can you take this? Uh, Where? I'll just put him in an Uber. Jim! I just want to say how sorry I am, but I want you to know I voted for you, and get this, so did Shoshana Loggins. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Who's that? Also me. (laughs) I appreciate that, George, but I'm not ready to give up. Okay? Do you think if one more time I try, I could be elected speaker? Oh, look, I would be lying if I said yes. So, yes. Okay, George, thank you for coming, but I have a lot on my mind right now. Of course. Oh, hmm. Oh, I have to take this. It's Tupac. (laughs) Girl, I know, Jada is crazy. None of that made me feel better. Mr. Jordan, there's another one of your supporters online, too. Great. I'll take whatever I can get. Hello? Hi, Jim. It's your fellow member of the Freedom Caucus, Lauren Bobart. Oh, my God. Lauren, hi. It's been a long day. Jim, look, things are going exactly as planned. Just keep running for speaker, and even if you don't win, great. The government shuts down, and we blow this whole thing up. Stop, stop. Oh, my God. Sorry. Are you out somewhere? Uh, Yeah, I gotta go. I'm at the theater seeing Aladdin. Good luck, Jim. God. Tonight, I don't know what else to do. I'm just so close. I only need, what, 100 votes? 
Knock, knock, knock. Oh, goodness. You who is this the loser's office? Mr. President, I'm so glad you're here. And you endorsed me, and then you just kind of disappeared. Yeah, well, that's because I prefer the Jordans who win, okay? <laughs> like the great Michael Jordan, or the even greater Jordan Sparks. No way, I remember that? <laughs> now that was a song. Dummy, am I supposed to breathe with no air? You can't, you can't do it. But Jim, I still like it. Not like-like, it's more like not like, okay? Like, I don't like you at all. Part of it's the jacket. It's the lack of the jacket. You don't look good. You look like the night manager at a two-star steakhouse. So. I understand, sir. I've been told that before. But you know, people are saying that I would make a great speaker. I mean, you would, sir. It's true, but uh, sadly, I'll be too busy campaigning, traveling from city to city, visiting their beautiful courtrooms, you know. <laughs> but I'm doing great things for the courts, doing great things for the courts. This is all just so frustrating, sir. I did exactly what you would do. Intimidation, threats. Why didn't it work? <laughs> well, because frankly, you're not me, okay? <laughs> you're no fun. I'm hilarious, okay? I'm a creep. I'm a weirdo. What the hell is he doing here? You know? <laughs> they don't play creep live anymore, do they? You notice that? They don't play. Everybody else does it, but they don't do it. But you're, you're little Jim Jordan. I'm Donald Trump, okay? I'm Coke, you're Shasta. But you endorsed me and I still lost. Seems to happen a lot. It's happening a lot, but that's okay. You can't give up, all right? You can't give up because this is America. It's the most beautiful country in the world filled with some terrible people, some awful people, some of the worst people you've ever seen, but we love it. What a beautiful nation it is. What a wonderful nation. Not so much in terms of the people there, people very bad and weird. But... Don't we love our country? What an awful place it is. Got it. So do you think I can win? Honestly, I couldn't care less. But soon, I'll be back in president. And don't you worry, Jim. I'll take care of you. Oh, yes, you will be taken care of. All right, I don't love the way you're saying that, but live So from... hold it, hold it. That's not for losers. Live from New York, it's Saturday night! Excuse me, excuse me, Mr. McConnell, can I ask you a question? Why, certainly. Go ahead. Is it true you don't give a shit about our veterans, our environment, health care, women's rights, education, or whether a wannabe dictator is still not behind bars? Well, well, well that is correct. I, I honestly do not give a shit. Finally, your words reflect your actions. Thank you, Republican McConnell. Thank you, Mitch McConnell. You'll have to excuse me. Ted and I are going to go high-five one another. Of course, we'll flip-flop and hit the back of our hands, but thank you. Thank you. I gotta go. I gotta thank you, Mr. McConnell. Thank you, Senate leader, Republican leader, Mitch McConnell. We have a Leo who, in, when interpreted, means exalted in the wings.
This is a Sunday morning edition.
From 1856 to 1860, thousands of Latter-day Saint pioneers pulled their belongings in handcarts for over 1,000 miles as they traveled to the Salt Lake Valley. 167 years ago this very week, on October 4, 1856, President Brigham Young was surprised to learn that two handcart companies, led by Edward Martin and James Willie, were still hundreds of miles from Salt Lake, with winter fast approaching. The very next day, not far from where we meet today, President Young stood before the saints and declared, many of our brethren and sisters are on the plains with handcarts, and they must be brought here. Go and bring in those people now on the plains. Just two days later, the first rescue parties departed in search of the handcart pioneers. A member of the Willie Company described the desperate situation prior to the arrival of the main rescue team. He shared, just when it seemed all would be lost and there seemed little left to live for, like a thunderbolt out of the clear sky, God answered our prayers. A rescue party bringing food and supplies came into sight. How we thanked God for our rescue. These rescuers were heroes to the pioneers, putting their own lives at risk in extreme weather conditions to bring as many as possible safely home. One such hero. mid-October, and unaware of the handcart predicament, Hanks was returning to his home in Salt Lake following a trip, when during the night he was awakened by a voice, a voice that said to him, the handcart people are in trouble, and you are wanted. Will you go and help them? With that question ringing in his mind, he hurried back to Salt Lake City, and upon hearing President Heber C. Kimball call for additional volunteers, Hank set out the very next day on his own to the rescue. Moving quickly, he overtook other rescuers en route, and upon reaching the Martin Company, Hanks recalled, the sight that met my gaze as I entered their camp can never be erased from my memory, and was enough to touch the stoutest heart. Ephraim Hanks spent days moving from tent to tent, blessing the sick. He related that in scores of instances, when we administer to the sick and rebuke the diseases in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the sufferers would rally at once. They were healed almost instantly. Ephraim Hanks will forever be a hero to those handcart pioneers. 
similar to that remarkable rescue, events which impact our lives and even the course of history are frequently the result of decisions and achievements of individual men and women, great artists, scientists, business leaders, and even politicians. These extraordinary individuals are often honored as heroes, with monuments and memorials built to commemorate their exploits. When I was a young boy, my first heroes were athletes. My earliest memories are collecting baseball cards with the pictures and statistics of Major League Baseball players. Hero worship as a child can be fun and even innocent, such as children dressing up as their favorite superheroes for Halloween. Although we admire and respect many talented and remarkable men and women for their abilities and contributions, the degree to which they are revered, if taken to an excess, can be the equivalent of the children of Israel worshiping a golden calf in the desert of Sinai. As adults, what was once innocent childhood fun can become a stumbling block when hero worship of politicians, bloggers, influencers, athletes, or musicians causes us to look beyond the mark and lose sight of what is truly essential. For the children of Israel, the challenge was not the gold that they brought with them on their journey to the Promised Land, but rather what they allowed the gold to become, an idol, which then became the object of their worship, turning their attention away from Jehovah, who had parted the Red Sea and delivered them from bondage. Their focus on the calf impacted their ability to worship the true God. The hero, our hero, now and always, is Jesus Christ. And anything or anyone that distracts us from His teachings, as found in the scriptures and through the words of living prophets, can negatively impact our progress on the covenant path. Before the creation of this world, we looked to Jesus Christ when it became clear that the plan proposed by Father in Heaven, which included our opportunity to progress and become like Him, was being challenged. Not only was Jesus Christ the leader in defending our Father's plan, but He would also play the most crucial role in its implementation. He responded to the Father and volunteered to offer Himself a ransom for all, to pay a debt that each of us would incur through sin but could not pay on our own. President Dallin H. Oaks has taught, Jesus Christ has done everything that is essential for our journey through mortality toward the destiny outlined in the plan of our Heavenly Father. In the Garden of Gethsemane, when faced with such an overwhelming task, the Savior bravely stated, Not my will, but thine be done, and proceeded to take upon himself the combined pains, the sicknesses, and the suffering for the sins of all who would ever live. In a perfect act of obedience and commitment, Jesus Christ completed the supreme heroic act in all of creation, culminating in His glorious resurrection. In our most recent General Conference, President Russell M. Nelson reminded us, Whatever questions or problems you have, the answer is always found in the life and teachings of Jesus Christ. Learn more about His Atonement, His love, His mercy, His doctrine, and His restored gospel of healing and progression. Turn to Him. Follow Him. And I would add, choose Him. In our complex world, it can be tempting to turn to society's heroes in an effort to provide clarity to life when it may seem confusing or even overwhelming. We buy the clothes they sponsor. We embrace the politics they espouse and we follow their suggestions as shared on social media. This might be fine for a temporary diversion, but we must be watchful that this form of hero worship does not become our golden calf. Choosing the right hero has eternal consequences. When our family arrived in Spain to begin our service as mission leaders, we found a framed quote from Elder Neil A. Maxwell that has relevance to the heroes we choose to follow. He stated, if you have not chosen the kingdom of God first, it will, in the end, make no difference what you have chosen instead. Brothers and sisters, it is by choosing Jesus Christ, the King of Kings, that we choose the kingdom of God. Any other choice is the equivalent of choosing the arm of flesh or a golden calf and will ultimately fail us. In the Old Testament book of Daniel, we read the account of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego who clearly know which hero to choose 
and it was not any of the gods of King Nebuchadnezzar. They confidently declared, Our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image. As the Apostle Paul has taught, there be gods many, and I may add, heroes many, to whom we are invited to bow down, to worship, and to embrace. But just as Daniel's three friends knew, there was only one that is guaranteed to deliver, because he already has, and he always will. For us, on our journey back to the presence of God, to our promised land, it's not the politician, it's not the musician, the athlete, or the vlogger that is the issue, but rather choosing to allow them to become the primary objects of our attention and focus in place of our Savior and Redeemer. We choose Him, Jesus Christ, when we choose to honor His day, whether we're at home or traveling on vacation. We choose Him when we choose His words through the scriptures and the teachings of the living prophets. We choose Him when we choose to hold the temple recommend and live worthy of its use. We choose Him when we are peacemakers and refuse to be contentious, especially when we have differences of opinion. No leader has ever shown more courage, no humanitarian more kindness, no physician has cured more disease, and no artist has been more creative than Jesus Christ. In a world of heroes, with monuments and museums devoted to the exploits of mortal men and women, there is one who stands above all others. I testify that Jesus Christ is not only our hero, he is our Lord, our King, the Savior and Redeemer of mankind. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Right.
to be a hero. And your journey towards the dark side will be complete. Nigga, we hit him up. We probably do it, keep it real. It's penitentiary steel. This ain't no freestyle battle. Or you- 
G's to your knees, coppin' please is easy scenario. Little Kim is you coked up or doped up? Little Junior Wapper click smoked up. What the fuck is you stupid? I take money, crash and mash through Brooklyn. With my click looting, shooting and polluting your block. With 15 shot, cock lock to your knot. Outlaw, my fear click, moving up another notch in your box top spots. Get mopped and dropped. All your fake ass East Coast props brainstormed and locked. Use be biter, a pop style taker. I tell you to your face, you ain't shit but a faker. So for the Alize with a chaser, about to get murdered for the paper. ED, I mean approach the scene of the caper. Like a loke with low season and a choke. Huh?
This is the Sunday Morning Podcast.
say. You guys are just too loud. Yeah, man, what's your point? EZRadio.life It's two for Tuesday. You guys are just too loud. Yeah, man, what's your point? EZRadio.life
This is the Sunday Morning Podcast. on the beach just was decimated our cars blew up and we were financially devastated by it and in 1994 my husband of 20 years who I considered to be the great love of my life at that time shared with me that he'd fallen in love with another woman and was had already spoken to her about marriage and it just seemed like everything that I considered to be my life that was what I'd come to know as solid and reliable and known was thrown into the chaos of the unknown. And someone gave me a greeting card and there was an allegory on that greeting card. And it said, one man, one night, he had a dream. And in that dream, he met with God. And he looked back through the course of his life, and there were two sets of footprints in the sand, his and God's. And yet during the time of worst catastrophe, of greatest disaster, of greatest struggle, there was only one set of footprints in the sand. And he turned to God and said, why have you forsaken me at a time where I was most devastated. And the divine answered, that is when I carried you. And in reading that, I realized that something 
that I didn't have a name for had been carrying me through all of life's disasters. And that that something, that invisible presence, was the only thing I could surrender to. And I fell into trust of life. podcast for the Sunday morning. Have a great day.